And the response will always be the same. No. Joshua comes along, takes over leadership from Moses. And Joshua simply says to the people, if you don't want to worship God, let's make that decision right now. But I'm not going to be a part of that. No way. I'm not going to be a part of that. Me and my family, and the old, the old versions of the Bible say, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We're not going to have any part to that. And friends, these are old stories. These stories are thousands of years old, and yet the reality is that we face the same thing today. The same situation is happening to us today. Do you say no, or do you say yes? Do you allow God's truth to be altered or changed because of society's whims or opinions? Or do you say, no, no, that's not right. That's not God's order. That's not God's design. That's not God's truth. And it doesn't matter what politicians think. It doesn't matter who whines or screams the loudest. God's truth is God's truth. And the answer is no. Never has been right. Never will be right. No. It's a word that needs to be said. You say, well, Pastor Rick, you said last week, whenever you could say yes, say yes. I stand by it whenever you can. But I said whenever you can because there are times when you most positively cannot. So you need to learn to say no. Learn to say no. In order to be able to say yes, you have to be able to say no. Now studies, and I've read them, I could share them with you today. Study after study has been done and it's important for those of you of the female gender to hear this because study after study has said that you have a harder time saying no. Why? Why is that? Well, you know, different folks have their opinions. I'll give you mine. I, I think that women are, this of course, these are always generalities. Don't apply to every woman or every man or every person. But in generalities, I think women are primarily nurturers. They want to nurture. They, they want to say yes. They want everybody to get along. They want everybody to be happy. And that's great. It's very good for family, by the way. And there's, you say, what's wrong with that, Pastor? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. We, we appreciate you. We will honor you here in a few weeks. But you can't always say yes. Sometimes... You have to say no. You can't say yes to everything. Matter of fact, I'll say this to you. To receive the best things, you sometimes have to say no to the good things. Oh, that's worth repeating. I think I should tweet that. <laughs> In order to, to receive the best things, sometimes you have to say no to the good things. They're good. They're not bad. But there's good and there's best. And sometimes you have to say no to the good in order to get to the best. I would like to introduce a new concept to you today, maybe. It's called the not-to-do list. 
Now, those of you that know me know that I am a huge proponent of the to-do list. Anyone who's ever worked with me or knows me knows I, I, I'll have, I can assure you tomorrow morning I will have a to-do list. that I, it'll, be, it'll be the first thing that I do in the morning. I'll make my to-do list, and I'll work that list throughout this entire next week. If it, those of you that know Pastor Kevin, our executive pastor, he doesn't have a to-do list. He has like five. <laughs> if you go to his office, he'll have like post-its and post-its and more post-its. So I'm a proponent of to-do lists. They're very effective for getting things done. But I'm also a proponent of the not to-do list. The things that you say, I'm not going to do. I won't share with you my whole not to-do list. It may be too shocking for you, but I'll share.